Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to podcast number 67 for Brothers Comics. Um, on the line tonight, we almost have a full crew on the line tonight. Uh, female Perspective is here. Female Perspective, say what's happening. Hola, what's up? Alright, uh, also on the line is Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Did you are, folks. Shouldn't have left you, but we back at last. Yeah, I know it has been a while. And also on the line uh, is the founder, it's Big Hotch, uh, back from Parts Unknown. Say what's happening, sir. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's low energy, <laughs> folks. He's back low from San Diego Comic Con. Yes, uh, we, and we will talk about San Diego Comic-Con here in a little bit. Uh, before we get started with all of that, though, go around the table. What you drinking, Hutch? I'm drinking the uh, wine we get at Trader Joe's all the time. They make great wines. It's called uh, something, something. Granny Coast? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Granny Coast. Nice. Uh, so, <laughs> Are you sharing? So Are you sharing the same? Cabernet Sauvignon? Yes, we're sharing. All right. Okay. Sandman. <laughs> uh drinking my, my normal um midday uh tea uh non alcoholic is a nigga gotta drive somewhere later on today. Beverage noted. Yeah, we are recording uh in the early parts of a Saturday afternoon this week. Uh I am on a Sweetwater Blue, um Sweetwater at Atlanta based company. Uh Hutch hit him with the tagline. Uh Hutch. Tagline for Sweetwater. Oh, Don't float the mainstream. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you got to be right on the timing, man. We haven't been gone that yeah. long. Thank you. Yeah, welcome to Q's. All right, so before we get into anything else, we have to hit the RIPs, and we're just having a, a little brief conversation about the RIPs, about the some of these people on this list. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. The people that's on this list is old as hell. Uh, we do tend <laughs> to skew towards a, a, a uh, an older listening audience. Um, so all of the people that listen to us will know who these people are. Anybody that is not in our kind of age range is going to have to Google every single one of these people. Uh, first up is George Romero, uh, director of, most importantly, I guess, Night of the Living Dead. Uh, he died this past week. Um, any, I, I've only seen that movie maybe once, and it was probably on PBS. Um, I just know that there's, there's a black guy as the star, and that's pretty much it. Y'all, y'all know all mess with horror movies. Anybody got any Night of the Living Dead uh, memories, Hutch? Uh, yes, yeah, that movie was great. Except the end is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, I, you know, I love good scary movies, and that's the, I mean, that's one of the great daddies. Okay. Female perspective. Um, I remember seeing it. Like, I guess, you know, um, I, I can't remember if it was for at school or with um, some uh, fellow friends from school, but, yeah, it was it was scary, you know, back in the day. Um, yeah, it was memorable. Sam, man. 
Yeah, our uh, jacked up school system, they showed this stupid movie at Residence Park to like a bunch of like fifth graders, whatever the hell it was, when we was kids. And, and me being scared of every damn thing in the world, of course, I was scarred by that shit <laughs> at an early age. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll be out there. You remember Residence Park? That's all the scarring you need. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast, but yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I was the producer. I don't, I don't f with horror, and one of the reasons is that damn movie. So thanks a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, the piece. Hey man, yeah. Do you remember when, you remember when they showed uh, Billy Jack and uh, and uh, I forget, uh, Raw? So what? Yeah. The what? They showed Billy Jack and Raw. Yes. And they showed, yes. And they showed the, the girl getting up in the bed. And they showed her butt. <laughs> 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 we going deep. And yeah. We I do remember that ridiculous, yes, ridiculous movie. Yes. I also thanks Dayton Public Schools. Yeah. Wow. I also remember seeing Billy Jack um, in public school as well. And I, I think I can top that. They also showed us um, at the same school um, uh, Phantom of the Opera, which is a full-on nudity scene in that movie, and nobody yeah. put Like, they hand or nothing over the top either, and nobody cared. Nobody got fired. Nobody was damaged, or at least I wasn't. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> it was just kind of the standard. Like, you know, the kids were a lot tougher then. You know, that's all I got to say. But yes, yeah, so yes. Yeah. But without George Romero, without Night of the Living Dead, this thing with zombies that are all over the place now, there's no Walking Dead without his show, right. without that movie or whatever. So we, yeah. It has long-term influence. He kind of started that whole zombie craze. Yeah, I, I think he came up with the name Zombie, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, oh, he uh, started with George Romero. So yeah. Okay. Very nice. All right. The next one was Martin Landau, who died. Who was oh, he had to be almost a thousand. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, we, we, we were just talking. He was old. We were just talking. Like, can we? I can't think of anything that he was in that I remember. So, I mean, um, he was um, in a few Wood. things. Yeah, he obscure in things. Um, uh, the X Files movie. Um. He was in Mission Impossible, the the old school series, not not the new movies with um, 1999, that's Tom Cruise, Space 1999, yeah, Space 1999, um, Cleopatra, that, um, yeah, so he's been in quite a few things. Yeah, I ain't really much seen much of none of that, so, um, I'm on George, I'm Martin Landau, um, yeah, rest in peace, I'm sorry, sir, I got nothing for you, uh, the one that Hutch brought up, that we, again, we haven't recorded in, I think, almost three weeks. Um, the one that Hutch brought up was um, the Asian dude from Two Live Crew passed away. I can't even remember his name either, though. <laughs> was, yeah, I don't his remember name? his name now. Uh, Kid Fresh? It Is it Kid Fresh? Kid, yeah, Kid something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah um, uh, that kind so, of speaks yeah. to their popularity or lack of it. Their, uh, well, what's your favorite Two Live Crew song? I don't have any. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Coming up. No, I'm straight on two live crew. Um, yeah, I'm straight. Uh, I never got into them. 
um, uh, what I did here, you know, my East Coast headedness was not going to let me bop any of that. So, yeah, that was a big no. So, uh, but, I, you know, whatever. They were influential in Miami music and uh, booty shaking and all that. You know, so good for them, you know, but that it wasn't for me. Hot, you got a favorite two live crew song? Uh, let's see here. I did have one of their albums. You did. I did. Um, I almost fell for the cover art with Girls Butt. Oh. <laughs> 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 more for that, probably. Yeah, yeah Hot Chicken and Bikini. Uh, you can, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you'll buy that cassette, I guess. At least I did. And then he's like, what the fuck did I just buy? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Q Ice Q or Ice T's album. But that's another story. Um, I mean, I, let's see. I, he did do one. One by one. We were having some fun. Like, I, yeah, some songs like that. I can't remember the name of the song. But, yeah. I, of course, in my brain, I hear Band in the USA. But that yeah. is my favorite song. <laughs> Terrible song too. <laughs> um, just a terrible song. Yeah, I'm straight. A female perspective. I'm fairly certain that you weren't a fan of these. No, folks. I was never into Two Life Crew. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was just Luke, though. Yeah, that right? was Luke by himself. Yeah. yeah. Shake what yeah, your mom yeah, gave you. I think. Yeah, that's the one where they're yeah. on the beach and they're looking at right. the girl or whatever. Yeah, right. whatever. Yeah, we can't remember the dude's name. I think it's Kid Fresh or something to that. Kid, he was Kid Fresh Ice, something like that. He was the thing. Chinese yeah. dude, or the Chinese-looking dude. That's I, I, I told you, I, I, thought, I told you I met him at a gas station before, No, I definitely need to hear that story. Yeah. <laughs> His name was Fresh Kid Ice. Yeah. yeah. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, I'm sorry. Tell you tell you meet the two live crew at a gas station store. Yeah, I was I mean, I was driving was driving back to C and U or something. I was in Florida for some reason. And it was at this I tried to get gas in one of these I mean I mean, just the gas station, I think it was still on pumps. It was in electronic. Mm. <laughs> oh, damn. And, uh, mm. and, yeah, coming out of the, the little convenience store part, was there, I'm like, what the, they gave me the two-line crew? I'm like, yeah, what's up, what's up? And he's all <laughs> happy, really. I'm like, sure, yeah, whatever. And that's pretty much it. And, uh, it, it wasn't Luke, it was one of them dudes. He was probably flattered that you even recognized him. Nobody else probably even knew what the hell he was. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was him. I remember him from the, I guess, the, the labels off the shit, I guess. It was him. They all looked like him. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I habitually. Yeah. <laughs> Noted. Oh, I gotta get a sounder <laughs> for that. Like, just to press it every time it happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So yeah. So that's the RIPs. No, um, we have one more. Oh, sorry. To, yes. Go ahead. Female perspective. I'm John Heard. Um, most people probably know him as the dad from Home Alone. He was a white chick, Sharknado, big, 
I mean, he, he's been in quite a few movies. If you see his face, you'll definitely know who he is. Um, mm. He's a, he was yeah. a very good character actor. Um, yeah. Okay. Well. John Heard. Yeah, I hate them Home Alone movies. I can't stand them. So, um, <laughs> our mother was a real big fan of them. We got one more movies. after that. Uh, yeah. Our, yeah, our mom was a big Park. fan of those, oh, those Home yeah, Alone movies. Oh, yeah, forgot about that. The, the singer from Lincoln Park. Oh, yeah. Then, like, we, we haven't recorded in so long, so it's all kind of piling up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I was just listening to them today as I was, you know, out yeah, that, doing that yard work. That's, that's yeah. a really sad situation. Yeah, Chester right. Bennington. Um, right. He he sang at uh, Chris Cornell's. And he was very close friends with Chris Cornell. They said, yeah. you know, after that situation with Chris Cornell, he was he was really, you know, hurt by that. Really yeah, they said that took a toll on him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Good friends with him. Same way, which is um, interesting. Yeah, he co- he copycatted him, so yeah, that's that's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I guess I mean I don't know how and where y'all sit with this too about your I mean this is you know mid to late nineties you know kind of rock rap crossover music or whatever you know probably between them and Corn uh, and Limp Biscuit. Mm-hmm. You know, probably the the leaders of that. You know, I was never into Corn and only like Limp Biscuit. You know, for the I real like popular Korn. songs that they had on the TV or the radio or whatever. But I was more of a Lincoln Park person to listen to. And there's also Christian undertones for Lincoln Park. A lot of churches, like modern churches, will play Chris, uh, Lincoln Park music too. Um, so hmm. yeah, go ahead, female perspective. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, I I was just saying that um, I used to listen to Corn and and so forth um, and Lincoln <laughs> Park. So yeah. Okay. You yeah. forgot your uh, producer, Who? Anthrax. Yeah, it was only because they had that PE song. I never really was into Anthrax. You know, I was into Bring the Noise because they did it with a PE. But yeah, I, yeah. and and that was at a different time too. Like that was just like kind of thrash metal and you know whatever. I mean, these guys were literally having rap lyrics over rock music. You know, I mean, it was you know. You know, kind of Martin Luther King's dream of music being mixed together there, uh, but some <laughs> of them were just kind of you know posers, like Lincoln, like uh, Limp Bizkit is just a bunch of posers or whatever. But you know, Lincoln Park, I thought really, you know, I was a bigger fan of theirs. Last, I was listening to them doing yard work today. Um, so yeah, that that's not a good one. Okay, all right. Any other RIPs we might have missed in the last three weeks? A lot of people probably died. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm yeah. If we didn't mention your name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry. We didn't see your quote. Yeah, if we didn't mention you, we're sorry that you died and stuff. So, all right. So let's get to the box office report. Uh, let's see. Let's have the DreamWorks sound pull us in. Hold on. All right, so the DreamWorks founder brings us in. Box office report, female perspective, will count us up uh, from the top five movies of the weekend. Uh, again, we're recording on an early Saturday, so we're only going to have like a Friday box office. But, you know, the predictions are out pretty good. Uh, I got a couple of stop signs here. Um, it's definitely on one of them that we talked about uh, on previous podcasts, on Podcast 66. So, all right, what was number five? 
Number five is Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, that made $3.9 million. It has made $268 million thus far. Okay. We've all seen it. We reviewed it. So, uh, I have nothing right. to say about Spider-Man. Do you have uh, any comments as to how I know you, both you and Sandman mentioned this movie is going to make a billion. I think it's going to fall short of that. I was looking yeah. at that earlier because I looked at the international box office for that. Um, it, I think it's upwards of what's probably close to 500 some out almost $600 million. It's going yeah, to it hasn't to 600 million this yeah, weekend. It hasn't, mm-hmm. opened in, it hasn't opened in China. So oh, I'm not okay. sure how much that will be or Japan. Like it hasn't opened in, like in any of those Asian markets. So I don't know. Maybe there is that fatigue. Uh, yeah, you know, that you had talked about before, but I'm not sure. It's just hanging around though, too. Like it was opened up that one weekend, and then it's just hanging yeah. around like every week, making like fifteen to twenty million dollars. So we'll yeah. see what it's happens. It's got legs. Yeah, it's got legs. It, it, but like what you just said, it's Sony has just spammed Spider-Man so much, rebooting it three times now, that um, some, the casual uh, moviegoer probably isn't going to go see it now because it's like, oh, it's just Spider-Man again. Well, I want to yeah. see it now, you know. That took uh, um, an effect, and the fact that it was up against some stiff competition did not hurt, did not help it either. So with some of these other movies, Apes and uh, Dunkirk, and like every other week there was another uh, uh, tentpole movie coming out, so I think that hurt it too. Yeah, it's surprising, though, because like I said, I mean, the last Fast and the Furious movie made a billion dollars. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like, amazing. Place, me. That's the last place. two of them have made a billion dollars. So terrible, you know. And I know Hutchins say all the time, you know, his Asian counterparts they love like that kind of stuff. And but it hasn't opened in Asian markets yet. So it'll be interesting to see. Even if it does, I don't even know. Maybe China said, "Fuck y'all, I want to see Spider Man." I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, uh, number four is Girls Trip. That made six point. Million and um, it has made 51 million thus far. And I did have a stop sign there. Now, we talked about this on Podcast 66 about we weren't really sure where the market was, what was this movie about, because there'd never been an all black female ensemble comedy before. Um, and we, I mean, we were all, and we, I don't wouldn't say that we were all over the board, but we were like, I have no idea. And I put it out on mm-hmm. Facebook. I think, you know, shout out to Bison for life. He was like, you know, the only other movies that he could think of was, um, uh, God, what's that movie with, um, Barry. Halle Berry. Yeah. Bad. Uh, uh bad. Yeah. And then yeah, I think in fat girls or something like that. He's like, those mm-hmm. are really the only, um, the movies that we could think of. Cause there was just never, there was not a, a movie like this. And so last week it opened up to like almost what twenty seven, twenty eight million dollars, and um, I mean just blew you know experts away in terms of that. And you know it's on its. I mean this is probably a seventy or eighty million dollar movie, if not more. Um, so, shout. Yeah. So I, I mean the reviews have been really good for it. Um, I, I I haven't seen it. I'd like to see it. I haven't seen it. From your perspective, you would be our probably I, our yes, closest I, in I on definitely, it. I definitely plan to see it. Like you said, the reviews have been uh, very good. Um, mm-hmm. I really haven't heard anything negative about it. It's gotten good uh, reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so from what I've heard, it's quite funny. So, yeah, I plan to check it out. 
I like Christopher Nolan that? movies. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't worship at the altar of that dude. So I don't I'm worship good. him. I mean, I'm. I'm not. You know, huge on. Uh, what's the one? Um, when the dreams um, uh, that he directed. Um, oh, with oh, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. Yeah, with Kenneth DiCaprio. I can't think of the damn name. Inception. Mm-hmm. Inception, Inception, that one, and he's got a couple other ones I really don't care for. Yeah, that, um, yeah. what was the one uh, uh, where it went backwards? What, was, what movie was it? Memento. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that was before people knew who he was. I'm talking about off the, after all the uh, the post slob knobbing after some of his other movies. Like, I'm just, yeah. I'm well, over after it. The Dark Knight, again, after the Dark Knight Rises. King yeah, I, for me. Yeah, I that was a mess. Down a little bit after that. Interstellar was. Yeah, Interstellar was. It was okay. Was yeah. Very good either, but yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Mm. And plus, I, I said this before on various platforms. I'm good with like the Greatest Generation movies too. Like I am with slave narratives. Like I'm good. Like thank you for your service, <laughs> but I don't need to see any more movies about. Like how white people allegedly freed us from everything, so I'm straight. And they put us in. Shit, right? Yeah, no shit. Much. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. Nope. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. <laughs> no. And what's the number one trending movie? I don't think it's going to project oh. out for the entire weekend. But what's number one? The emoji movie, and that <laughs> made ten million dollars, and that has gotten awful. I think it's got zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so that's yeah. a lot. <laughs> how the hell is it? How the hell is it even number one? <laughs> that's uh, yeah. Again, I texted this to y'all yesterday. I think it's, mm. I think most people think it's a kids' movie. I, I mean, it, I well, it, it technically it is, but it's bad. <laughs> you know, it's a really bad uh, uh, directed uh, kids' movie. I had no idea. Well, you know that most kids' movies do well de facto, I mean, for the most part. So even if it is awful, I mean, it's still going to make money. Mm -hmm. I guess so, no matter how bad it is. Yeah, it's going to make money um, because parents have to to send their kids or take their kids to see something. Again, the freaking Angry Birds movie made a bunch of money. It's, you know, as ridiculous as it sounds for us, there is an audience for it, so uh, I mean, I will. I can say honestly, I will never see it. Um, but you know, there is an audience for it, and uh, it's it's amazing that a movie about emojis opened and made ten million dollars in one day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> there is yeah. an emoji emoji for that, which yeah. is eyes wide open emoji. So. Ugh. Yeah, good. Good for them. Whoever. Did you use them? Sony. In real life. I use them a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I'm not overly emoji. I, I use them. Yeah, I'm more of a gift person, but yeah, I, I use emojis sometimes. Yeah, I do love those gifts. Man. I do love good <laughs> gifts. <laughs> yeah, I do. Some of them are yeah. on point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Twitter. Twitter needs a function where you can, you know, people put gifts in there. And you can't save the gift, like, or where it came from. So it's just, like, random, and you have to be searching all over the place to find that perfect gift. So I'm like, oh, man, I need to save them. But, yeah, I, I love a good gift. I'm not much of an emoji person. But, yeah, every once in a minute it'll work. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so uh, any of those movies? I mean, we've all seen Spider-Man and planning to see Girls Trip. But I think, and, y'all, and Sam, and you said you might see Dunkirk. 
This got really good reviews. That's why I'm get, going to give it a, mm-hmm. a, a shot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I, I definitely plan to see that. That has gotten really good Even at the top five. Familiar with the con- I know it's based on the loosely based on the comic book, right? Yes, on uh, a trade paperback, but yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Are you guys familiar with the story, or I mean, what are your thoughts on this movie and why it didn't do as well as you know they thought it would do? Because I think they invested quite a bit of money into that movie. Yeah, I think the budget was yeah. close, were upwards of a hundred and eighty million dollars. Um, I think it's yeah. one of those movies that look visually well. Um, a lot of the reviews that I heard were that the two lead actors were just god awful, uh, just really, really bad. Um, yeah, and that's what I heard too. Uh, and that any diversity for the movie it was like there was no diversity. It was like it was diversity in the aliens, um, but like any other diversity, it was non-existent. Uh, I just, you know, I think it was a movie that probably looked really good, and you got Luke. Was it Luke Besson? Is that the dude that did uh, right, yeah. Fifth Element and all Fifth that? Fifth Element, yeah. You know, yeah, so I mean, he's kind of out there, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I have a he's j- done a lot of movies that are out there, and normally yeah. I like his work, which is kind of why I, I somewhat thought about seeing this. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure now. But I did see another movie that's on the list, Baby Driver. I did check that one out. Okay, well, and how was that? I actually, I actually liked it. Um, the Ending was a little bit shaky, but um, mm. overall, I thought it was pretty good. I, I would mm-hmm. recommend it. Mm. Yeah, critics love it. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, too, and it's, it's probably always been the case as movies as escapism has always been the case, but I think a movie like Valerian, which probably looks good, but probably has a little bit deeper of a meaning and thought that people don't want to go there and be learning and shit at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> So are you saying people don't want to learn anything when they go to the movie? Correct. <laughs> like I, I think, think that's probably always been the case. <laughs> yeah. I think that's always been the case, but I think it's probably more so now, especially with the, the younger kids and they only got attention spans that last, you know, like a goldfish. So <laughs> to make a movie like that that has, like, you know, a message to it, message, and... Uh, you know, it just it's probably too deep for like this kind of group of people. So it's just like, man, you going to see that shit? Learning, fuck that. So, um, yeah, I, I think that might have something to do with it too. It could just be a shitty it, movie it, too. I mean, don't get me wrong. It didn't help that the two lead actors are both dead man as hell, and that chick from well, uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, yeah, no, she's awful. They trying to push her, man. It ain't working. They are. They are really pushing her, and she is. I mean, I I don't think she a good actress at all. And I don't think she's that attractive. So I'm trying to figure out why. she got some bushy eyebrows. You know why. And, I mean, <laughs> I know she's a model and so forth, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no comment. I ain't impressed. I ain't impressed. Yeah, no, not at all. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so a couple of picks here and there. Uh, 
not too bad. Like I said, we've seen some of those, and I'll have a review up for uh, uh, Atomic Blonde here shortly thereafter I see it. So, all right. All right, so that concludes the box office report. And we'll go straight into Blurred Notes. Hold on, let me hit my music. Blurred Notes. 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 All right. So, again, it has been a couple of weeks since we recorded. Um, In that time, Hutch went out to San Diego for San Diego Comic-Con. He won the Geek Lottery um, and went out there. So we're going to give Hutch an opportunity to kind of talk about his experience, and then we'll talk about some of the specific things that happened at the con in terms of, you know, that are related to Blurred Notes. So no rolling dice this week. And then we got a couple of other cons that we have to review that, well, one was a not con, but we will get to that in a second. All right. So, Hutch, go ahead, man. You said you only had like a five-minute soliloquy, man. That's that's like $1,000 a minute for your time that you was out there. So you might have to give us a couple more minutes than that. <laughs> give it up. Well, Come on, man. I mean, I'm planning on writing an article, maybe a memoir about my experience in <laughs> So, yeah, look out for that at uh, your famous bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, to make a short story long, I flew out there last week. Um, got out there, get, gaining three hours is awesome. I mean, I feel like I got off the plane. I tried to go to my hotel, and so after my hotel got screwed over. Then I went directly to the con. The con, is, I mean, the whole city of San Diego, at least the part I was in, was knee-deep into the con. They, they're all in. Every employee of all the restaurants and stuff, they're all wearing, you know, superhero gear. They're all, you know, big into it, geeking up for it. They embrace it fully. Inside mm-hmm. the con, the people there, you know, they're, I mean, there's professional people, the artists, the entertainment community. I mean, they were all, I mean, it, 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 this was the creme de la creme. Some of the best actors, some of the best, you know, artists, everything was there. They, I mean, they went all out. There was entertainment for everybody, for kids, for the adults, for the super geeks, for the girlfriends of the geeks, or boyfriends of the geeks. You know, there was stuff, if you didn't have a pass, you could, you know, there were things for you to do outside of the time that you could engage in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I spent, I had videos, I believe they're on our Facebook page, of, you know, my experience there. I took a little camera there. You saw my belt, I'm sorry. And some other parts of me, uh, that wasn't my plan. I thought I'd get stopped for taking pictures and stuff. That's why I did it. And I was hiding. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yes, the biggest thing from the cons that we normally go to, the cons that, you know, uh, that, like Comic Con, I think was the entertainment sector as far as like computer games and whatnot. I mean, Capcom, Blizzard, the big, the big money producers of games were out there as well. So they were trying to do the full, complete entertainment thing. You know, comics, movies, and the video games that we watch and play. And those things were great. Um, another thing I noticed in the videos, and I've rewatched them, is that um, the people inside the, the Comic-Con, the people, my fellow attendees, they, I mean, they weren't trying to talk to me, and or <laughs> they weren't as friendly as some of the comic go to. They were all in, they were invested in the con as well, and they didn't have time to you know deal with the regular attendees. They were trying to get in the line. 
them long ass lines to get into certain vendors or get into certain um you know, to see certain autographs and stuff. Them lines any anybody tells you that, you know, there's no lines at Comic Con, doesn't look like liars. There's should be renamed Lion Con. It should be renamed Lion Con. There are lines on top of the line, on top of the motherfucking line. Yeah. It's like an event itself, just standing in the line. Yeah. Um, There's Lion Con, and then there's Comic Con. If you were going to go to France and come back from France, the first thing people would ask me is, did you go to the Louvre or did you go to the Eiffel Tower? Uh, Comic Con, the question is, did you go to uh, uh, Hall H? H? And the answer is, hell no, Hall <laughs> H. Because, <laughs> why, why not, you say? Oh, because the lines for that mother blanker were long as hell. People, <laughs> people would stay out there all day and night to get to the panel the next day. To get yep. into Hall H, you got to get a wristband the, from the previous day to stand in line all night or to you can go home if you want to and come back at seven thirty in the morning to get to the first panel at ten o'clock in the morning. I mean it was mm. just right. And right every time I went there they have a you know, there's a separate section. College is on the side of the building, on the left hand side of the building here, from left to right anyway. And the people that try to get into Hall H are under these canopies outside on the grassy knoll outside of the convention center waiting for the Hall H section to open up. And I was like, do I want to invest four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, twelve hours in this line so I can go see uh Supernatural panel or the Warner Brothers panel? Yeah, explain what Hall H is. Hall H is where they have the panels for the upcoming Movies of the year, new TV series, and and actually they had a lot of big name celebrities there. Yes, that yes, Hall H is the quote unquote the place you want to be at at Comic Con. This is where they introduce or the big uh, entertainment groups introduce their new shit or promote the next thing coming out, like the Black Panther movie or uh, mm-hmm. those things, those type of things, and that's where the stars come out. That's where Halle Berry was jamming down. Yeah, with the, a leader of whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Mm. right. Mm-hmm. And was drunk for the rest of the panel. She thought it was free salt anyway. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. But I did not do any Hall H nothing. Okay. <laughs> How was your... When you stand in line, you do get swag bags for, you know, a lot of these panels. So, I mean, that's kind of, that might be a little bit of a payoff, not a lot, but, I mean, that is a little bit of an incentive. But, yeah, you get swag bags for the panels that you stand in line for. Just to giving out gold in bags, it can't be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Take your word on it. <laughs> <laughs> I applied for Coney tickets. I'm still on the waiting list. I didn't get in. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I would, you know, hit the, the payoff for me is when I came back and wearing my I'm wearing my Comic Con shirt and I go to my local uh, nerdy places and they're like, you know, oh yeah, Dragon Con's coming up. 
and I'm like, hey, I went to Comic Con last week, and eyes dropped and mouth open, and you know, <laughs> and say, I can say, yes, I went to Comic Con. No, what? How long, man? You seen celebrities? You go to Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> you were a celebrity. Wow. Yeah. That, that that part of it, being able to say, yes, I did go to Comic Con. That is like the nerd equivalent of the Super Bowl. Yeah, because I mean the yes. exclusivity of getting a Comic Con, like you said, all the shit they put you through to. Then you get tickets and being in a lottery and then have to wait in line for the Hall 8. you got to go and get a, a wristband for that. And, I mean, yeah. it's, it's not like you can just go up and buy tickets for this thing. You got They put you through a process. Yeah, there's layers. <laughs> yeah. There's layers. I mean, my, taking the, the financial part of it out of it, would you do it again? That is a that's another great question I always seem to get. And the answer is, yeah, I would do it again. I would do it at almost as loud as what somehow somebody taking the finances out, definitely do it again. Now mm. the paying for it part will always be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, um, yes, mm-hmm. I would do it again and I would do I would try to figure out this time how to get into all age to cover that base that I had to cover for being out there. We We've talked about this before at the uh, celebration is the fact that you really almost need a team of niggas to do all the <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like, like, all right, like you go stand in line for Hall H. I'm about to go over here and do whatever, and then I'll just come back and get in line. You know what I mean? Like you, and you just switch out because there's just yeah. not. Yeah, I agree. Just, I mean, at, with one or two people, it just becomes too you can't do it. It's too easy. You can't do it. Standing yeah, in line, you got, got to have a team. Also mentioned, you have to stand in line just to go into the merch area. You know where where the different sections have merchandise you can purchase. Yeah. There was a line for that. Yeah. Just walk in, just to buy, you know, some souvenirs or whatever. You got to wait in line for that. Yeah. We we had yeah. we experienced that at celebration too. The line to get into the celebration right. store was three hours long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was oh, just yeah. about to say that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, so every, yeah, every merch line, merchandise line, with you, <laughs> yeah, every line is like it's like waiting line to get on Space Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I just, as a matter of fact, some some lines got so long they would put a volunteer at the end of the line and say, "Okay, this right now we can't have any more people in line. It's a violation mm-hmm. of the fire code." So you guys disperse to come back in 30 minutes. Oh, my Lord. You're good, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Wow. The short See, that seems like... We're too fast. Yeah. See, that seems like too much for me, Hutch. Like, I, you know I don't really like crowds. And this is going to come up here when we go through the rest of this stuff here. Like, it just seems like it's too much. There's a lot of, like, hustling and bustling and people bumping into you and stuff. Yeah, is yeah, it worth I, it? I, I, it? I saw the video... I, I, I rewatched the videos today just to, you know, kind of remember it. And I'm like, man, that was, I mean, that was cool. I was there. But if you look at the videos, I mean, people are hitting each other. They turn around. It's almost to be expected that you could hit or bump by somebody. And, yeah, the, the lines, yeah, the lines were crazy. The, the Most of the videos I took were on Thursday. 
Thursday was mm-hmm. the slowest day. The light day. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. you can imagine that. Of course. Amplified by, what, 100 on Saturday or Friday? When, when I went, well, I didn't go on Saturday. So, But I went on Sunday, and I was in, I was getting on the shuttle bus to go to the uh, con on Sunday, and I ran the three people who, had, who went there on Saturday. And these three people, to a person, said they would never do Saturday again. That, mm, wow. That I mean, they, they said it was just so, it was just too crazy. Right. And also said that if I, had a, if I had children under the age of 12, I don't think I would take them. Yeah, and you had mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. It's mad crowds. The crush is intense. Mm, wow. Yeah. Right. But you crossed it off the geek list. I mean, and that's a uh-huh. huge, huge yeah, deal. As far, as far as my geek list, I, there were two things I really wanted to do. I wanted to go to this comic creation panel and, you know, pitch my idea for a comic book that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've been thinking about for the last whatever in my life, and I mm-hmm. did that. And the other mm-hmm. one is, yeah, just crosses off of my geek list of things. I, wiped, I scratched that out, and it was great. No. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, Grand Degree, I mean, well, we, you know, I talked to you a couple of times while you're out there, and uh, yeah, so um, uh, for any listener, uh, just tell them what they need to do starting in like March of next <laughs> year. <laughs> <laughs> if you're planning on going out there, if, on this, my, if my second time, if I get a chance to go out there again, I'm going to do so many things different. But one thing, start planning now. Well, not now. But I would say, yeah, you can Why not? I mean, Why not? January. Because you pretty much should. Uh, it's next year from like July 18th to July 22nd. So that's the time. So start looking on Hotels.com or wherever you, uh, you know, travel Start finding them places and start maybe looking to, to what rooms cost now. Because this is probably when they're going to be the cheapest. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. It, it, mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to do uh, some serious advanced planning because you can try to get a, a hotel and all this and plane tickets, whatever, but you don't know if you're going to actually get tickets to this event. You have right. to be placed in a lottery and be selected. And That's what I was just about to say. You've got to be chosen first. Yeah. Right, you have to be chosen. So you can go through all this and try to get all this together, but you might not end up with tickets. So, yeah. I mean, it's really, but, you know... But you can get your hotel. You can get your hotel refunded. You could purchase your plane ticket, and you know, put the option in there where you could refund that as well. You know, just pay right. the extra money ahead of time. Yeah. You can get refunded if you don't get tickets. You know, like Hutch found out. You know, very short period of time. So you know, him getting. You know, he had to be. You know, on the rush for everything, and when you're on the right. rush for all that, it's always going to pay more. So I, mean, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. yeah. So and another thing is that. You don't need a car to go to the Comic Con. If you're within a mile and a half of the thing, I, mm-hmm. I, I did I did the uh, the walk of shame on Saturday, but I didn't have tickets. <laughs> so I walked an hour. I walked a mile and a third, mile and a half to the convention center for my hotel room. I mean, it, it I mean it didn't hurt your waiter, but <laughs> and, and physically and mentally too. But anyway, you could do that walk. You don't need a car. That's a big waste of time. I think I, I don't know. I showed you a picture of what they're charging for for parking them days. 
it was, it, you know, Thursday was like $40. Saturday was like $60. Sunday was like $60 a day. And my extra hotel room there charged charging $37 a day. At least mine was. And I'm like, wow. this is the park? In my attic At your hotel? Good. Yeah, at my own hotel. At the hotel, I was at. Yeah, they were trying to miss one dining for extra. If I had a car, 35 bucks. Mm. And mention how, how there were people who would go to the venue and were begging for tickets because they they didn't have tickets to get in and they just went hoping they could find somebody that would let them use their their pass. Um, yeah, that's interesting too, right? Yeah. With, yes, with the thousands of tens of thousands of people who do have passes and the whole convention center is full of them folks, then yes, there are the the unlucky souls who don't have uh, tickets. And they're trying to buy your badge off of you right there in front of the convention center. Mm. And yes, mm. I, there was a woman crying with her with her child talking about, I need your passes. Just please let me have your friends. I'll give you back to your parents in you know, in like a couple hours or something. We just want to go in and please. Yeah, I'll suck your uh, dick. Yep. Straight out of New Jersey. And nothing. <laughs> yeah. wow. I think that was the live chat, but yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. No comment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah um, I'm sure that happened. Every day I was there, there was somebody doing that. And mm. I mean, and so I'm pretty sure some people were successful at doing that, but I, but a lot, everybody I saw turned it down. Wow. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is good information. You know, uh, I mean, it is the granddaddy of them all. You know, um, yeah. but it sounds like such a. Uh, I, I think I saw somebody online. It was like I would. Somebody was like I would never go. Somebody that had press to it. Like I'd never go as you know, like as a regular citizen again. I'd only go as press. You know, because it's just it's crazy engine pop. And um, mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, that sounds it sounds like a great time. But for me, I, like I know I'm not a real big fan of, like crowds and stuff like that. Especially, I, and again, it's, like I said, it's going to come up here in a second. Like I think I've decided now that I think I'm depending on the size of the con. I think I'm a Thursday, Friday only con person at this point because Saturdays are so ridiculous. Like we we were there at MegaCon, yeah, with Sandman a couple of weeks, yeah. months ago, or, or a month ago or so, at Megacon Saturday, it was just ridiculous, I was there the day before, and I was like, oh, I can walk around, there's not a line for anything, you know, and then Saturday, it was, like, hard to even get through, um, through the venue, so, okay, well, good job, okay. Hush, man, I'm and glad you were able to, one more thing, if I, go ahead, thing, that the, uh, the light, when I was watching the news, the time will be in San Diego till 2021, I believe, but they're trying okay. the San Diego Convention Center or the their whatever chamber of Congress or the voters. They're voting on trying to make the convention center bigger because it's not big enough to handle one hundred thirty-five thousand yeah. people. Yeah, there have been a there been a lot so of complaints to, to the yeah, If they don't pass this thing, they're thinking about moving this to Los Angeles. Ooh, Ooh. Wow, I don't know. That's better or worse. Yeah, more traffic. Uh, wow. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, dude. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad you were able to, to get that in. Yeah. Um, you said you had five minutes, dude. You just, we just did 22 minutes. 
Once you get talking. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you got, I mean, but how can you experience, I mean, that's one of those things like you, none of us, well, not none of us, but we probably won't even get a chance to experience. I mean, as in terms of nerddom, I mean, that's, that is at the top of the list. I, I'm sure people were looking at you coming across all the way from across the country back in the A, like, what? I went to Comic-Con. What? Oh, what? Yeah, I mean, no you joke. That you know they're gonna write songs about you like Game of Thrones, man. <laughs> <man. You> regale <laughs> re- yeah, like you with be- tunes, you know. Yeah, I like mean, be- saying you've been to the moon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People don't say that a lot. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Okay. Um, I did have a couple of other con issues here. The same weekend that Hutch was out there, I went to uh, it's called not at Comic Con, Comic Con at Tate's Comics. Um in Fort Lauderdale, uh, you know, it's one of the best comic book shops, you know, in the world or whatever, Eisner award-winning store, blah, 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 blah. But um, we went there, uh, me and my kids, and basically it was just like, yeah, you know, we're going to give away swag. You're not at Comic-Con, Comic-Con. They just had like a little convention, air quotations, inside their store locations or whatever, like a panel, and, you know, there's nothing there. And then they did give away like a swag bag, and you had to get into what was called the line uh, line to nowhere. And, you know, um, and we, I think we were 12th in the line to nowhere. Uh, the store opened up at 11. They're like, yeah, this don't start till 12. So they basically make you walk around playing like fucking musical chairs to walk around <laughs> to see where the line was going to start because they didn't tell you where the line was going to start. And so you're just literally walking around the stores waiting for the music to stop. And then, you know, you go, oh, okay, and then you get in line. So we were 12th. It was it was cute and fun for kids, you know, whatever. You know, it was some cosplay. It was a cosplay parade. You know, like just a local comic book shop thing. That was fine. Um, yesterday, I went to Florida Supercon. And um, shout out to uh, to Big Frank. Uh, I think everybody should here have met and knows Franklin. Um, so uh, Franklin met me down there in Fort Lauderdale. And, um, you know, it's a... It's the biggest con in like uh, South Florida, I guess, is what their name tag is. Uh, it has it's more of a, like an '80s like retro feel, at least in terms of the stars that were there. Air quotation. Um, and like I said, we'll get into that here in a second. But it was a nice size con. I just found I saw today that they were like, yeah, all their Saturday tickets are sold out. Like blah blah blah. Like yeah, I, I can't do that. There's just too many people. And then like the best part about SuperCon, one of the best parts is that they serve alcohol. So besides Dragon Con and this one is the only one that served alcohol, and I was like, that's a thumbs up. Um, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> to be able to get beer and alcohol there was good. Uh, but, yeah, for the most part, just, you know, whatever con, you know, I sent you all the pictures. I was able to get a picture with Jason Muse and uh, with Brian O'Halloran and Dante from Clerks. That was fun. And then the other one was with, uh, with Ty Mac from The Last Dragon. Um uh, here's a story that uh, is, will, again, will haunt me for the rest of my life. So I went to this con uh, as a fan. I was like, we didn't have press for it. We can talk about that, too. Uh, didn't have press. My son doesn't like, and it was only just me and my son. He doesn't like me going to these things, talking to people. You know, it's like, stop talking to people. Just, you're not working. I didn't have any cards, like no brothers, comments, business cards, whatever. So I'm just walking as a fan, taking pictures or whatever. I wasn't even posting that much on Twitter and whatnot. Whatever, fine. So, uh, Big Frank comes and, you know, he's like, hey, man, what's going on? Hey, we got a beer or whatever, walking around. You know how beer, like, make you, like, loosen you up and stuff. So, I was like, cool, all right. So, I was like, I'm about to start talking to people. I don't care. And so, Ty Mac, and I sent y'all that text. He was just sitting there reading a book. Like, nobody was around his booth, like, at all. And I felt terrible. 
Like, I felt terrible. I was like, how, how old you got to be to know who the fuck Ty Mac is? <laughs> Mention who huh? Ty Mac is because a lot of okay. people probably don't know. No, yeah, Google it. Yeah, Google it. In 1984, Barry Gordy, the founder of Motown Records, Google it, um, made a movie called The Last Dragon. Uh, and <laughs> it is as cheesy as you could possibly imagine a, a black karate movie could be. Um, <laughs> yeah, the 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 villain of the movie is named Shonuff. Uh, he glows and glistens in orange when he uses his power. I mean, it, yeah. oh my goodness. It, it, yeah, I mean, but it, it, it whatever. Yeah, that's it. So Google <laughs> the last day. Art of the Karate Kid slash. Yes, it was our Karate sport. Kid. Yes, correct. Yeah, Shonuff. very much so. Yeah. Yes, but just not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I, 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 let me spin this out a little bit. I saw the last dragon in the movie theater. I don't know about y'all. I saw it in the movie Damn, theater. Damn, really? Yeah, uh, I, I saw that. Like, I think it was VHS or something at the time. I think, or but anyway, it was VHS. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. So Timac is there reading a book. I was thinking nobody's seen The Last Dragon. It came out in 1984. None of these white people probably seen The Last Dragon. Um, and then I was like, what? Well, I was like, what else could he possibly be known for? But for trying to date rape Freddie on a different world. Like that's probably what he's probably second most known for, you know. Um, so like, man, I don't know. I feel bad. And so finally, whatever, got over there to talk to him, and he was a really nice dude. Like it, he couldn't have been any nicer, to be honest with you. Um, like he literally could not. Honestly, we probably could have taken that picture without paying for it. Like he was just like, hey man, whatever, I don't, you know, whatever, that's cool, you know, whatever. Talking to him, so hmm. I'm like, you know what? I need to interview this dude. You know, that's that's right up in our wheelhouse of our audience or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. So I went over there and asked him. He's like, "Hey, man, you gotta just email my agent to see that it's okay. They're just gonna like, you know, it's like everybody has a blog. You know, I don't know, you know, you know, I don't know. Did he made a joke? He's like, I could be like white supremacist or something like that. <laughs> you know, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and so I emailed the agent or whatever, and then my son got tired. He was ready to go. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? Let's just bounce. So I bounced, walked out of the con, paid from a park. They make you pay for parking at the end there because they're basing on the hours. Both are leaving, and sure enough, I get a freaking dose back. Hey, yeah, you can go talk to him, no problem. That was probably five minutes from the venue, and oh, I was like, I'd already paid. I was like, oh, oh damn, damn. damn. Yeah, so right. I wanted to kill myself and then my son, or well, maybe him first. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, wow. it's not a good. But overall, an an, an okay con. And then we could talk about the prices or whatever. Now, Hutch, Nature Boy, I text y'all. Nature, Nature wanted $50 for a selfie, a cell phone selfie, sir. Oh, you are a huge Nature Boy fan. Would you have paid the 50 yards for Nature? I would not. I, I'm the biggest Rick Flair fan in this uh, grouping. Uh, I wouldn't have gave that mother boy through five bucks. Unless you get the bitch, bitch. Oh man, I can't believe he's talking that much. Yeah, he he looked old, like in person. Like he, I mean, he is old. Yeah. He's probably almost seventy years old, but he looked like old, like just the years of you know worn down on him yeah. or whatever. You know? I gave him like a salute when I walked past the table. You know, uh, Big Frank was like, um, 
it's like nobody at that table. I'm like, nigga, it's fifty dollars to try to talk to him <laughs> to get a picture. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah. It's fifty dollars. So I, mean, I could see that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I just I was just gonna say I just could see it if he was like closer to his prime, maybe. I'm saying maybe. I'm not even saying then. Uh, but yeah, he's an old man now, and you know all those years of all those beatings in the ring and stuff is showing on him and stuff now. Yeah, man. Was, it's oh, kind of sad. I don't know. We kind of talk It's kind of sad to see now. You know. Hmm. Jerry Lawler was there, the king. Jerry Lawler was really? there. He was twenty dollars for a selfie. I was like, that makes sense. Mm. It's Jerry yeah. Lawler, you know. Yeah. I was like, that makes sense. Like, I think yeah. Mick Foley was kind of similar to that as well. And I think, uh, like Lita, like Amy Dumas or whatever. I think she was like right. thirty some odd dollars for a selfie. And then Teddy Long was there, and I didn't even go to his table because <laughs> nobody was talking to him, and I felt so terrible. I just felt so awful. Poor Teddy. Yeah. Yeah, Teddy, and he a Hall of Famer, and it was like nobody talking to Teddy Long, so it was just it wasn't a good look. Um, wow. So yeah, um, but yeah, it was it was like I said, it was a decent con. Uh, I'm not sure why. In terms of Brothers Comics business or whatever, if we had gotten press for that, I could have talked to every single person at that place, and oh, like to Ralph Macchio, to Billy Zapka, like they had like a Karate Kid reunion there. I think everybody, but Pat Morita was at that motherfucker, and. Um, uh, he would have been, been dead, I think. Yeah, he wouldn't have been dead. Uh, but I could have mm. talked to, like, all of those Why people because, that? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, if the line, if there wasn't, like, you know, so many people pressing up on anybody, you know, we could have talked to him. Tony Todd was there. The Candyman was there. He wanted $35 for a selfie, too. I was like, come on, man. Really? Damn. Come on. <laughs> like, how y'all setting these prices? So... Um, yeah, it was just, it was, but it could have been easily, like, could have walked up and like, hey, how you doing, blah, 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 they would have, I think, I think 75% of them would have talked to me if I had that press badge, and we didn't get it, uh, Supercon, I met the dude that runs the Twitter Supercon page, I'm walking through there with a Brother Comics t-shirt on, he's like, hey, man, Brother Comics, I'm like, huh, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I've interacted with you on Twitter, I've run the Twitter, oh, okay, cool, I'm going to be like, did you, what's up with the press badge, brother, because he was back, um, <laughs> I wanted to say yeah. that to him, but I didn't. Uh, you, and that, you should so, have. That's when your networking abilities kicked in. You should have said that. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. It was. It was upsetting that I didn't have it because it definitely could have worked out. So future references, if that was the case, um, if I can get it, the star power that they have there is just not like overwhelming or anything like that. It was definitely under. Megacon, but the Megacon is a much larger convention, so, uh, yeah. But overall, a very good con in terms of its uh, venue size or whatever. Oh, here was the other one. I was We were waiting around to meet DMC from Run DMC. You know, Daryl makes comic books now. Uh, did y'all know that? I had no idea. No, I did not. No. Hush, did you know that? No. Yeah, okay, so DMC makes comics. I was like, well, if nothing else, just to get a picture with DMC, I'll buy, like, whatever his comic book is, just to get a picture. And so we kept going by his booth, and it was empty. And it was like, oh, he'll be back. You know, I didn't even say when he'd be back. He was not there. And I was, you know, and it wasn't like he was paneling or anything like that. It was just DMC. And I'm like, well, on the table, it was like, yeah, oh, yeah, you got to buy, like, something. And the lowest price was $20, and, like, that will get you a picture. I was like, mm, I don't know about that. Mm. You know, I don't know, Daryl. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> how, how much did you say it was? Twenty dollars. Twenty was the lowest price. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I had I had Big Frank with me at that point, so we could have split it, so it wouldn't have been as difficult. But yeah. I don't know. The best one yeah. was Dante from Clerks, man. Like, hey, you buy a magnet, he'll autograph it, and you get a picture. It was five dollars. I was like, okay, discount Clerks, man. So that's uh, more like it. Yeah. yeah, that's more like it. So it was a good it was a good time overall. Definitely had a good time uh, overall. So uh, yeah, so thumbs up for Supercon. All right, that's it. Um, I think that's going to wrap up. We are not going to do STFUs. Already sitting at about a minute or an hour and two minutes. Um, not going to do STFUs. I don't know if you had anybody out there. Can we well, just give I a global one? Say, oh, I go ahead. So give a. I mean, this this person stays on there every week, but an overwhelming STFU for the shyster buffoon. I mean, he's yeah. done so many things this past couple of weeks. It would take, I mean, it would take a while to go through everything. But, yeah, that's yeah. one that I want to throw out there. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole the whole administration can get an STFU. Yeah, uh, but, and just uh, talk with the police force about, um, yeah, that, I mean. That's yeah, roughing niggas up. Yeah. 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 And, well, the, and the boys, and the boys oh, scouts. Yeah. And, I mean, he, yeah, that's true. it is so bad the the Girl Scouts have banned him, have had a restraining order against him. When wow. have the Girl Scouts ever had a restraining order against a sitting president? What yeah. the fuck? No cookies for you. No cookies <laughs> for you, man. <laughs> yeah, when they had um, to apologize for him, that, that, was, that, was, that said everything to me. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And again, we yeah. said we're not doing this, but also globally to give one to um, Usher. Uh, for infecting Yo, people with herpes, yeah. and uh, yeah. and R. Kelly for freaking kidnapping niggas all over the place, <laughs> young girl. Um, yeah, whatever. And all the people to cheer for R. Kelly, and the people to cheer for Chris Brown too. Right. Y'all are the worst niggas on the planet. Y'all really are. I'm sorry. <laughs> y'all just are. There's no nobody worse <laughs> than y'all. That that you still buying these records for these dudes that you are know that are just absolute morons. I mean, and concert tickets or whatever. I mean, really, you fill in the pockets of a freaking child molester and a wife beater. And it's just, it's just too much, man. It's just too much. I, I can't. I can't. I can't. How about you got anything for what side lines? <laughs> um, I will take you past from this SPF. <laughs> Thank you, sir. No, all right. Good to know. Okay. So that wraps up podcast number 67 for Others Comics. Uh, other Brothers Comics news of note. Uh, we will have the Game of Thrones Season 7, Episode 3 recap tomorrow night, uh, led by Brother Beavis. Um, so that's there. Uh, you can catch the first two episode recaps as well on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher. Uh, you can check the website. I'm going to be updating it here very, very shortly um, with a bunch of articles and whatnot. So at Brothers Comics, B-R-O-T-H-A-S-C-O-M-I-C-S dot com. Uh, there's that. Um, we got Dragon Con Hutch. Did you get your volunteer pass? I just received a, basically, a take a test or something to be a volunteer at Dragon Con after doing this for damn near 20 years. So mm. I'm going to look at this test and laugh at it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you, what could possibly be on there, you know? Like, 
how many? Walking around in a costume trying to attack somebody with a sword, what would you do? <laughs> yeah, run the other way. <laughs> uh, how many people are in the Fantastic Four? Mm, that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's that. Uh. So Dragon Con, I'm tentatively scheduled to be there. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, I don't know if I'm going into the con, but I'm tentatively at least scheduled to be in the general vicinity that weekend. Uh, we have that. Um, Brother Beavis is going to be covering Baltimore Comic Con for us in September. Uh, so there's that. We have press for that. Uh, and then we did get approved for, and again, this is the the weirdness of when we did a whole podcast on this, the weirdness about the press passes. We did get a press pass for New York City Comic Con, which is a huge freaking con in freaking New York City in October. Um, and yeah, uh, we're just kind of looking forward to that. Um, trying to figure out who's going to make it there, but yeah, we got that coming up as well. So, um, and Hutch asked me if there was one or two passes and I still don't know. I have to go look it up. I want to, I want to say it's just one. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, that's a huge one coming up. And then, uh, Sandman and I have press passes for Tampa Bay MegaCon also in October. So just a few things coming up here and there. Um, so be on the lookout for all of that. And Hutch's big write-up on San Diego Comic-Con. In the lines. All those lines. So. <laughs> all right. All right. So that's going to wrap up Podcast 67. We need exit music, y'all. It ain't going to be too loud, crew. I'm going to use my executive veto power on that. <laughs> I don't think you have to veto that. Yeah. Um, Hutch, being up perspective, exit music. I'm trying to think of something. Um, hmm. Lincoln Park. Oh yeah, yeah. Lincoln Park. Oh yeah, there you okay. go. Some Lincoln Park. Okay. All right, we'll pick something out of the rotation here. I think I can figure that out. All right. Okay. So we're good then. All right. So as Lincoln Park pulls us out. Uh, again, be on the lookout for uh, the Game of Thrones podcast coming up. Also, don't check out the family of networks of podcasts sponsored by Brothers Comics, uh, the Unmasked podcast with Mr. Robot, and coming back soon is the Riverdale podcast. Uh, so uh, be on the lookout for that as well. As well as the Thursday Night Comic Book Chat, which I hope to get in this week uh, with Brother Beaver, Sam, and myself. All right. So I am the producer of this podcast. I am signing off. Uh, Sam, go ahead and sign off. Sayonara, people. We will see you next time. All right. Uh, female perspective. Go ahead and sign off. Audio from a female perspective. All right. And big hush. Don't get fired, man. Uh, don't mind it. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to mind <laughs> stuff. You don't have to. All right, y'all. Everybody, take it easy. Peace. Peace. Peace.